Are you wondering how I made this podcast episode? Do you want to start a podcast? Well, let me plug you real quick. I guess you haven't heard about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain to you. It's free. Yeah, you had that right. It's free. There is a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. take this off because it makes me sound awkward like if you take them off i thought maybe they were gonna help with the way i'm sounding but if by any means i don't you can't hear me clearly just tell me on the comments so welcome cheryl welcome 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 to this jam-packed episode of the evolve talk and usual this is your host for those who don't know me but my name is just the on top but anyways we know that there's a podcast in the middle of this future so my name is and i today we're going to talk about stretched out for the come up this is an amazing word that i want to share with you probably you're studying probably you're preparing for exams or you're just living your life you're not students for the radar. So this word is for you today and I hope to have you on and I, I would want to, to to hear you, your comments and everything. Your girl is Ellie today. Your girl is Ellie. Last week, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, at this time I was just going for the most. I had my moments. Like I was not I was speaking somewhere. If you listen to that video you will you will you will realize that like a lot happened that day so i couldn't go live i came back and i slept and i couldn't go live but today your girl is back and we back with a bang we talk about the come up we talk about stretched so most times we go through stuff and the stuff that we go through is to stretch us to capacity is to stretch us to the come up um as you can see on the description yes i did put on the description this as you can see um we're going to read from on joshua 8 um the verse i chose verses there on joshua 8 and also from luke 1 verse 11 to verse 20. child before we go through to the word i just want to tell you like a brief uh, i just want to tell you something that's a brief story not a brief story, something i'm struggling with like child i have problems with churches i have a problem with churches i don't know like it's going to link with the word that i've prepared for you today um i, I need deliverance from those guys i need deliverance i need deliverance from this so my problem with churches is 
for me, if I'm going to church, like I only have two churches here in Brooklyn and back home. And both churches here in Brooklyn and I'm home. I don't have like sort of friends, you know, like I don't after church, you know people speak after church, oh, I don't think I I don't have that. I don't have that at all. So my problem is that I mostly feel so welcomed at times and it's mostly because of my mind you know your mind is sort of like very powerful it's a part it's a very powerful weapon so my mind sometimes play with me a lot of things like that. I think someone's gonna judge me I shouldn't even like you know be in groups or let me just reduce this I think it's uh, like make noise yeah I hope now I'm audible so I have like at times I, I wouldn't converse with people and you know just be on my own i like my own space in a church and at times it, my mind just you know like i feel like okay people don't like me or things and stuff and stuff and there's many instances or many things that happened that caused me to think that way because I remember at this other church, I won't mention names. So at this other church, I wanted to serve God at that time. I'm like, okay, I really serve God at this time. And I can sing. Okay, I don't know if I could, I can sing now, but I could sing. So like, let me, you know, work for the Lord with my voice and stuff. And I went to the auditions, for they had auditions, and I went for auditions for this church. And I'm like, okay, let me go for auditions, blah, blah, blah. And I auditioned and they're like, Oh, you, you, you good. Um, you need a counseling of staff from this person, and they gave me numbers of this person for counseling. And then when I went to this person, when I WhatsApp this person, this person doesn't really respond this. She's the pastor of the church, like some other pastors, not the main pastor. She doesn't respond and fine sharp. I let it go. I'm like, okay. They never said anything after that. I'm like, okay, just let this go. Maybe it was not meant to be. So I pulled back because I wanted to serve God at that time. I wanted to be involved in their mentorship problem, programs and stuff. But I just pulled back. I'm like, no, this aren't working out. So I'm like, okay, now I'll, I'll just serve God to where I am. I'll just come to church. Uh, I'm disappointed, but I'll, I'll come to church because uh, it's not in the past that I felt like the pastor also had some luck, you know. But I was like, okay, I'm not coming for the pastor and I'm not coming for anyone. So come to church, for oh my God, and I'll just leave. And that's all. I'm not going to serve anyone or anything because the environment is not allowed me to serve God. And yeah, my friend auditioned for the same church. I invited my friend actually, and then my friend came for the same church then my friend the next week he was singing and i was told that i'm canceling i'm like okay okay so this brings me to the word of today the come up let's just do the come up i am going to read on look let's go to the bible child is your bible ready child like do you have your bible where is your bible your this thing takes so long to open. I don't want to show you my 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 the thing that I use my iPhone because so broken pieces. It takes so long to open. Yeah, so it was just that that I was serving God in disappointment, and there were times where I felt like I shouldn't even come to church because no, I felt like I shouldn't. But 
something said you're not going there for anyone but you're going there for me to find me in whatever situation so today i just want to share a good word um starting from look look 11 look for look 11 look one look one put your bible spray child look one Look one um on the New King James, New King James version. Look one New King James version. I love this New King James version. So from Luke one, be reading on verse eleven. Verse eleven. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said, don't be afraid, Zachariah. So your prayer is heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you shall call him John. You will have joy and gladness. Many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even his, from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of children's children of Israel to the Lord uh, their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of fathers to the, to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make people to make ready to make ready a, oh sorry and the disobedience to the wisdom of just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zacharias said to the angel, how shall I know this? For I am an old man. My wife is well advanced in And the angel said to him, I am Gabriel, for who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you to bring this glad tidings. But behold, you will mute and not be able to speak until the day these things take place because you do not believe my words and which will be fulfilled in their own time. Can somebody just say in their own time? Today I'm speaking about the promises of the Lord. What God has promised you, yes, amen. But sometimes we go through stuff and things that we go through makes us to think that God is not there. We're serving God disappointment in disappointment. We're serving God. We're going to church while disappointed. Stay in church while hurt. Staying in church hurt and staying in, in pain, knowing that God promised me a job. God promised me something. I don't know what God has promised you. But you are serving God in that disappointment. And just trusting God, like, God, why are you doing this? Why is this happening? Because you promised me the word. Where I read here, um, Zachariah, Zachariah and the wife. Zachariah did not have. A child and the wife and now they were older 
So now what happened here where I read in verse 11 is that God gave him a pull-up. He pulled him up from where he was. Now Zechariah on verse um, 11, the angel appeared when he was the right side of the altar of incest. So the altar of incest is where in then, I could then before Christ was there, they had a person who was intervening for the people. So Zachariah was the priest. So he was intervening for everyone else. We was praying for promises that God has for other people. So he was the missing link between, not the missing link, but it was the touch point between the people and God. So he went to this altar. He was intervening. He was praying. And then the angel appeared. You know, that was, I felt like, he was praying for someone. He was praying for other people while his promise, while what God promised him never happened. He never had children. And he prayed. I'm sure he was praying for that. And I'm sure he had given up. That was like a buried promise for him. He prayed for children and it didn't happen. Because when the angel said that you will have children, he was like, how is that going to happen? Because we already old, like we, 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 we of age, me and my wife. How is that going to happen? That was like a buried promise. But God, rather, the angel who was there was like, I stand here in the presence of the God that sent me. In other words, I'm the God. God sent me to you to tell you this good news and to tell you that what you hoped for, what you were praying for, you're going to get it. And then I feel like when he was there, he was just in disbelief. You know, when you pray for something for so long, you're just in disbelief and not believing that, is this really happening? I prayed for this for so long. I, I fasted for this, but it never happened. What was going on? Like, just think about something that you've been praying for, for so long and it never happened. God is saying that what you, what you were praying for, it will happen. But I like what happened on verse... 20 because Zechariah was in disbelief the bible says that in verse 20 but behold you will be mute and not be able to speak until the day these things take place because you do not believe my words and which will be fulfilled in its own time so when Zechariah when it goes on when Zechariah left the, the altar because I didn't believe because just in this that we old this thing cannot happen to us and then when he left the altar Zachariah could not speak because he, God said well, like, you will be mute the angel Gabriel said you will be mute you won't, you won't be able to speak because you don't believe my word and then when he left people were like okay maybe he's just overwhelmed about what happened he just marveled that's what the verse is it's just marveled let me just read it to you. When he came out, he could not speak to them, and they perceived he had seen a vision in the temple, for he could um, be whatever that word is to them, and remained speechless. So, like, it, he, he was speechless. He could not speak. So they thought he was just speechless. And he, he was mute because he did not believe in what God is saying. I feel like this is a word for someone today that you have, God has say to you he's saying to you that your promise the promise that i promised you i promised you that you're going to pass that exam with a distinction and you're like what 
Hmm? What are you saying? Like, I don't understand. I've been failing the whole year. You know, test, whatever. I have like a, a, a semester mark that is in ICU. But God is saying to you that you are going to pass that module. You are going to get a distinction for that module. And you just in disbelief. You will not you. I want to tell you that he is able to keep his promises, even though sometimes it feels like his promises are not happening. He wants to stretch you. What is happening is a stretch. Zachariah was stretched, and God saw that Zachariah was a faithful servant, even though things are not happening his way. Sometimes things don't happen the way that we plan. Sometimes things don't, that don't happen the way that we hoped. We hope for something, but it's not happening the way we envisioned it. It's not happening the way that we, we, we saw like it will happen. So when God is not on your time, it makes you angry. Have you ever been angry because God is not on your time? Like things will happen and you will feel like God is not there. You feel like God is not listening to your prayers. You pray for something for years, not for a year, not for a day, but for years, and it's not happening. But because he has a time, he's stretching you. That's why I said, stretch for the come up. You will hear the come up. What is this come up that we're talking about? Child, what is this come up that we're talking about? I have like a lot of notes today. So buried prayers on the inside. Let's talk about the buried prayers on the inside. Those buried prayers that are on the inside, God is still saying that he can resurrect them from the dead. He can take them out from the dead. I remember I, I said something about the coffin is still open. Because the coffin is still open, it gives you an opportunity. It gives you a chance that God will answer the prayers. Your prayers that you prayed, hoping that God would answer you, He's saying that that was not the time. I'm, I'm still stretching you. I'm still stretching you for that moment. It was not your moment. I'm stretching you said, so that when you get to that time, when you get to that season, when you get to be ready, you'll be able to handle what I've given. You'll be able to handle those things that I'll give to you. Because sometimes we pray for something and we hope to get it. But God has bigger plans, bigger things, bigger things. Show up anyway. Show up anyway when it feels like it's not happening. Show up. Go to church when it feels like this is not happening. Like, I, I'm, I feel like it's not working. I feel like I want to serve God, but something is blocking me. I feel like I want to serve God, but it's not working. Serve God in the pain that you're feeling. Serve God knowing that my, I, I pray for something is not happening. God is just stretching you. He's stretching you to capacity for that karma. For that time that you come up to that realm where God has put you to be. Because he has plans and plans for you to prosper. Plans for you to be in a better place. Plans for you to be somewhere not here. He has plans for you. So Zachariah was put in church representing someone's prayer. Even though his prayers were not answered. He was representing in that altar of incense. He was representing someone's prayers. I feel like, like the, the, yesterday and on Friday, I went to Destiny Night. I was like, I feel like praying for someone. I, I, I don't want to pray for myself. I've been avoiding praying for myself. There's a lot that I can, I should actually pray for myself for. 
But I was like, I don't want to pray for someone. I want to pray for someone else. Like, I don't want to pray for myself. I mean, I want to pray for someone else out there. I want to pray for someone else's situations too. Like, chains to be loosened. I am praying for someone out there. Welcome, 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 everyone is watching. I want to pray for someone out there. Metal Zechariah, praying for someone and his prayers were not answered. Brother, we're going to say that prayers were not answered, but it's not time. You know, we have our own time. We know we want things in our own time. We are planning and we plan ahead. We're like, okay, I'm planning this and I want this at my own time. But God's like, there's no your time. I want to stretch you first. I want to pull you first. I want to stretch you to capacity. So that when I give it to you, you know how to handle it. You know how to be to handle things that I give to you. He was pulled up and he was coming up and God was blessing him to have this opportunity that he gave the child. He was being pulled up. He was pulled up to be in the altar of incense. And when he was pulled up for that opportunity, it was to give him another opportunity. It was to show, it was for him to get that opportunity that he was waiting for for the longest time, but he was in disbelief and not trusting God at that time because it felt like, God, where were you the whole time? Like, I don't understand where were you the whole time. You had to come up this time. God is waiting for you to come up. Like sometimes God is waiting for you to actually come up and trust him and say, I trust you with what you're saying. I trust you with my life. I trust you with your timing because your timing is perfect. Had he had, he had the child before, he was not going to, he was not going to, this word is just running away from me, child. He was not going to embrace, he was not going to love the child the way that he will love him now that he needed him the most. He needed, he needed, they needed a child. The couple needed a child, but they could not have children. But when they had the child, I'm sure they loved the child even more because it's something that they needed so much. You you know when you need you need something so much, you know how to handle it when you have it. You handle it with so much passion, with so much protection you protect that thing that you needed you needed so much and then you you got it immediately intimate he was intimately positioned he was intimately positioned intimately acquainted can you hear this word he was intimately acquainted to what god has for himself that might i'm just in the presence of, of the lord he was intimately acquainted to a place that he once saw from a distance. That place, the altar of incense, it was also a place where he saw from a distance. He was never there. He never knew what happens there. But he was acquainted, was intimately acquainted. And when he was there, things happened. Things changed. The situation changed. The situation changed. Your situation today can change too. You, can, you, you, you are intimately positioned at the time because you're listening to this. You are positioned, you are acquainted to your promise, to God's promise. God, God's got a blessing for you. God's got a blessing for you today. He's got a blessing for you today. You are intimately positioned 
for that thing that you have been praying for. It's just stretching you. I got pulled up to a place that I don't deserve to be. I was praying and something just came to me. I'm like, you loved this broken child. Bro meaning myself, I'm broken. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm not perfect. Hey. I'm not perfect. You loved me the way I am. You anointed me with my brokenness. You intimately acquainted me to this place. You positioned me where you wanted me to be. Child, I don't know who this word is for today. I don't know who wants, who is supposed to hear this today, but you are acquainted. You are intimately acquainted. Just by listening to this, you are intimately acquainted to your position, to your place, to where God wants you to be. Some of us are glad that we are we got pulled up. And and you know, when God pulls you up, sometimes God doesn't want to pull you up. He still wants to stretch you so that you respect that place that He positioned you. Because some of us, when we are pulled up to that place, we just want to take selfies. You know, when I'm pulled up to that instant altar of instant, probably I was just going to take a selfie. Like, I'm, I'm pulled up to that great place. I'm pulled up to that great place. That's why God wants to give us that time to be stretched. He wants to stretch us first. He wants to stretch us first in order for us to be ready for that moment. He wants to stretch us first for us to be ready for that moment, for that promise that he gave to us, for that promise that he promised us. Intimately positioned, intimately acquainted. Buried prayers can still reach heaven ears. I don't know what buried prayer you have, child, but I'm telling you today that your buried prayer can still reach heaven's ears. I don't know what you prayed for and it's not happening and you you, you just gave up on it. You're like, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm giving up on this. It, I don't think it's going to happen. But God is saying that that prayer, if it is what you have intimately been positioned for, it is going to happen. And I want to say that God is pulling you up for the come up. He's pulling you up. He's stretching you up for the come up. He's stretching you up to be positioned correctly. So when he meets you, when he meets you at that point of instance, when he meets you at that point of need, when he meets you at that point of need, you are correctly positioned. You know you're standing in Christ. You know where you stand. The moment I know my, when I, when I knew my standing in Christ is the moment that things changed. I did not care about what people said about me. I did not care about what you say about me, but I cared about what God said about my life. But I cared about what God has promised me. He intimately positioned me to remove the depression that I was going through. He intimately positioned me to remove the burden that I was feeling, to give me hope and faith for the future. Even though things were not going my way, even though things were not coming up to what I was, to what I planned, he positioned me. He granted me the place to be ready for what is coming. Even though things have not been working the way I want, he positioned me. He got me ready. The ultimate come up is about you. It's about you. He had you. He had to cry. He did not 
just close his ears from you. I know probably you're angry. I know I've been there when I'm just angry at God. I'm like, God, I prayed for this. I prayed for this, but you're not hearing me. Why? He, in, he wants to intimately position you to that moment. And the fact that you're listening to this, he's intimately acquainted you for that moment that you've been waiting for. Zacharias was praying for other people while his promises were not going on, while his things were not working. The power in praying for someone else is just so much. It's, it's just a lot. When you pray for someone, that's when God will intimately acquaint you to, your promise, to his promise. If you want to lay hold of things that God has, have, has given to you, that God has put for you in the future, you should speak from where you are. Because you're gonna have to come up. You're gonna have to come. Like you cannot just speak from what I want to say. You just you cannot just speak from where you are. But you need to come up. You need to ascend from where you are and come up. I spoke that praising God, worshiping God in disappointment, worshiping God when it doesn't look good. You need to come up and still worship God. You need to go to church when it feels like it's not working out. You need to to praise God when you feel like. I'm just going through the moves, but God, you're not answering my prayers. Why? Come up. When God came up for Zacharias, Zacharias is the praising God. He got so that Zacharias, my child, you've been praising me. Even though you did not have a child, you were praying for a child, but the child never came. But when that moment came when he was intimately positioned, Zacharias was an he was not believing what he had in his ears, but you're going to have a child. I'm speaking to you today that you going to have that one thing that you've been praying for. I don't know, you've been looking for a job. I don't know, you've been looking for peace. That's just so much important. Like, guys, I stopped looking for other things. Yes. I stopped looking for other things. I, I started looking for joy. I started looking for peace because it means more than everything else that the world can offer, that the world can offer offer me I, I stopped looking for things that will fulfill me you know sometimes you just look for things that will fulfill us what is it that you are looking for that you want to be fulfilled with we look for things that will fulfill us we look for opportunities we look for jobs we look for 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 for, for things to fulfill us but i'm saying that look for peace there's nothing more than just having peace and joy I got that. I got my joy and there was never turning back. I was like, child, I don't care what you say about me. I don't care what you say, child, but I got my joy from God. And I know who the God, the God that I'm serving. Sometimes they come up, doesn't happen because we look at people's successes. We look at things that people, other people have. You're going to see that on Joshua 8, when I read Joshua 8. You need, sometimes we go through stuff to be stretched, to be stretched. To be stressed right now you've been stressed for your come up you've been stressed for your come up it's not how it's not how it's about when you finally come up it's on how like we ask god zacharias was given this opportunity oh you're gonna have a child it's like how we are given an opportunity you're like how god is telling me something do this open a business how you will die with that how you need to start doing something. I was like, I'm done saying how. God has given me so much. He's given me this vision that I should 
preach the word. I should speak the word. I should write. I should. I was like, how? How do I write? I can't write. I can't speak. But this is the moment that you stop saying how and start coming up. This is my come up. And honey, this come up is an ultimate come up. Let's hear what is this come up all about? The ultimate come up is the come up is living in the realm where it's already done. It's already done. You're like you're living in that realm where everything is already done. When when you know when you just be living in something and it's not yet done, but just just saying it's done. I, I, I will graduate. I will graduate. You living in that realm and belief of saying this is done. I don't care who says what, but it's done. I'm living in that realm, in that season, in that moment of it's done. Okay, ciao. Uh, today's show is actually quite very long, but it's not long, but yeah, let's just have this word because I feel like this word is for someone else. It's for someone out there. And I want you to be to share this word because you're intimately positioned in a place where what you, you what you saw from afar, you can see it now. What you saw there, you saw that degree there because things didn't look like what you planned out. Things didn't go your plan. Things didn't go your way. Things didn't go how you envisioned. But what you saw from afar, God is saying that it's yeah. And when God says it's yeah, all you need to do is to come up to that place. All you need is to come up. What you are going through right now is a stretch. So I want you to read Joshua 8. Right. I shared... Um, something on my Facebook on my Facebook and my, on my blog. It's stretched to capacity. It's titled stretched to capacity. But today it's stretched to the for the come up. And it's from Joshua 8. So it has like a a, a brief explanation of what happens on this um on Joshua 8. So basically Joshua was told the first the first let me just read the first verse of Joshua. I love this. And I'm, I'm speaking to someone and that was something that was also said on Look, some of the this, this part. Now the Lord said to Joshua, "Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. Take all the people of war with you. Arise and go up to Ai. See, I have given into your hands the king of Ai, his people, his city, and his land." So what happened here? I will just briefly explain to you what happened in this verse. I want you to read it. Um, what happened here is Joshua was sent to the land of Ai. Mind you, what happened before is that Joshua and the army lost the battle at this land of Ai. But now God was like, go back to the land of Ai. But what he's saying to him now is like, don't be afraid. You know, I just want to go through this defeat. Like when God is stretching you, you go through defeat. Sometimes you feel like I'm defeated. This situation has defeated me. But God is saying, go back to the land of Ai. Don't be afraid. Okay, let's go on. So what happened there is like, don't be afraid. Go to the land of Ai and I will be with you. you know, that now things have changed. You know, people from Ai, obviously, when they saw them, I'm sure they were like, dude, like we just defeated you. So why are you here? Why are you back? And God usually throws things to stretch us. 
that's the only way he can be able to stretch us because when he stretches you when you get whatever you've been praying for when you get something that you've been hoping for you'll be able to embrace it you'll be able to respect it you'll be able to to keep it dear to your heart because you prayed so hard to get it but if something just happens i don't think you would respect it the way you will if it's something that you had to pray for so hard something that you had to go through defeat for so before god stretches our inside he stretches our minds i feel like this is a, is a word for someone before god stretches out in the out from the outside before he stretches our physical he stretches our mind I, on, when i started here i was i i spoke about a story of where i go like church and stuff and stuff and things that happen has happened to church and i continued going to church however even those things were happening and with whatever situations i was going through at church and circumstances i however i was like i will go to church but it's in the mind everything that was the bells that i'm fighting it's in the mind so god will stretch your mind first because it's in the mind for you, you for you to be intimately positioned it's also in your mind for you to come up it's in your mind your mind is, is, is a weapon your mind is a weapon it's a very strong weapon that will bring you down or can bring you up because when you look at other people it's in your mind when you give positive reviews about yourself it's also in your mind your self-esteem it's in your mind so god will stretch your mind before he stretches other things he will stretch you to believe that the impossible is possible before you can tangibly see it what i said was that the come up is living in the realm where you have been given what you were hoping for it's living in the realm where it's already done it's living in a realm where it's already done so when he stretches you He's showing you that he's showing you and he wants you to believe in him and trust him that what is impossible what you thought is impossible it's actually possible because it's god of everything he is god so i i i, I love it so stretching our minds to be ready for the moment of the come up he's stretching your mind to be ready for the moment for you to come up he's stretching your mind for you to be ready to understand that intimate that intimate moment that you will have with God. He's stretching your mind for that intimate moment, intimate acquaintance with God. Because sometimes you don't understand what's going on. But when you are stretched, when you allow things to allow to be stretched and you embrace, you love the process. I preached when winter becomes home. And when winter becomes home, you don't allow. You love the process. You fall in love with the process, but you don't allow it to be home. You don't change your name. Naomi changed the name to Mara, but I don't want you to change your name today. I want you to love the process. I want you to embrace the come up. And that's through stretch. That's through the stretch that you will go through. God is stretching your mind for the moment of the come up. God won't just give you something. He will first prepare your mindset. Oh, I love this. He will first prepare your mindset, prepare the level of, wow, prepare the level of blessing he is about to give to you he will first prepare you for that moment he won't just give you he loves you that much so when you feel like god does not love you god like 
have you ever been in that moment where you feel like God does not love you because you prayed for something and it's not happening and you envisioned your year? You know, when you start your year, you're like, oh my year is going to be like this. And um, uh, uh, uh. hey, things just go like this. Like maybe it goes like this. You go, ah, uh, like, what happened? Why have you forsaken me? I feel like that's what Naomi was saying. On Ruth, she was like, things were going well. I had my husband, I had my children. Now they're all gone. I'm left alone. And God was like, I haven't left you. Your very prayers are still alive. Naomi, the leftovers gave her hope for a better tomorrow on chapter two of Ruth. Go read that, guys. Go read this verses that I'm giving to you. They bless me. They really blessed me. So, things that we never thought will happen, things that we thought will never happen, God is saying that it's that moment it will happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen, but in my own time. Not at this time, not at your time, but at my own time. And we don't know when the time is. That's the annoying part. It's kind of annoying. I think so. That you don't know when what you hope for is going to happen. But the least that you can do is believe and trust God that what I'm hoping for will happen. Verse 1 says, fear not. And God takes a U-turn. Like, I, I just want to show you this U-turn that God takes on this. I, I, I should be actually reading the whole thing, but there's no time for that. Okay, I want you to see the U-turn that God gave them. Sorry about that. I just want to find the verse. That, yeah. So now, again, he is, he, God told him to go there and he should fear nothing. Um, to the city of Ai, he told Joshua to go to the city of Ai and he, should fear any, he shouldn't fear anything. But now he's about to go in and he, he gave him a strategy. You must look at the strategy. He gave him a strategy. Okay, do this, do that, do that. And they did, the people from IE, the churches from IE saw them, but they didn't know that they were going to the land and they, were, they had this strategy. And obviously, I'm sure they were just laughing um, at that time. Or two. We defeated you, though. You know, your situation sometimes is just laughing at you. What's it? Dude, like, I defeated you. Depression is just laughing at you. Like, dude, I defeated you last time. But now, you're coming back with something bigger. You're coming back with God. You're coming back with levels so now God takes a U-turn he was like to Joshua and Joshua now is ready to go find he was like to Joshua then Lord said to Joshua stretch out the spear that is in your hands toward Ai, for I will give it in your hands and Joshua stretched out the spear that was in his hands toward the city now God puts Joshua in some awkward and uncomfortable situation you know when God puts you in uncomfortable awkward situation he says stretch out you know like he was just doing this stretching out the spear he was stretching out for like the longer time he was like when you stretch out when the verse goes on when you stretch out the spear then you guys will win but when you put it down then you guys will lose so joshua had to stretch it down until they defeated the whole city of Ai until they defeated them, he had to do that. 
so god is saying that he's like i'm sure you're in a in an uncomfortable situation where you are just stretching out the spear what is the spear the prayer 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 is the spear prayer is what sets you apart from others i was a church and they spoke about prayer as something that sets you apart when you're in an interview as a student it sets you apart from the others and today i'm saying stretch out the spear when you're stretching out the spear god is stretching you god is putting you in the, it's uncomfortable i know it's uncomfortable for you to do this it's, it's uncomfortable it's not nice not that easy to pray it's not easy but you i'm putting I'm, I'm giving you this opportunity i'm giving you the chance stretch it out stretch it out i'm sure it was so uncomfortable for, for for joshua at that time he stretched out and when he stretched out something happened so i i said that note that ie once defeated israel so now they were coming back and they're coming back from the with a strategy from god so i'm saying that they come up now you need to come up and this come up is different because now you're intimately positioned you were not positioned when you were fighting your battles you were fighting your battles on your own you fought those battles on your own you tried doing things on your own and it did not work out but god is saying come to me honey i got your back i got you 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 come to me i got your back so he's saying that he got your back you won't be defeated again he will have you defeated the question is how you can ask that how and you shouldn't ask how you just need to come up and allow god to give you this when you come up when you come up god will give you what to do god says you must write a book and you like how but you don't need to say how you just need to come up god will give you strategies god gave me a strategy he's like baby girl you need to write a book i'm like how i can't write though you need to open a blog that blog thing it's like since beginning of the year actually i wanted to open a blog i wanted to do something like this but I was like, how do I do that? Like, I don't know how. But the moment I came up was when strategies came. I came up with strategies. I came up with things. Now I write. It's not like it's a perfect, perfect writing, but it's just writing. And I'm sure it's speaking to someone out there. Someone out there. I spoke to someone at church. I hope she watches this video after. I spoke to someone at church and she was like, I follow your videos and stuff and stuff. And so I was like, well, I thought no one was watching. Legit. And I was just doing this because God said I must do it. And I was in that realm of saying, I'm I'm done just saying how or who's gonna do it, who who's gonna watch or whatever. I don't care. All I'm doing is what God has said I must do. So the stretch showed me that I was more flexible. Stretch, like it showed me that I can do. It. I'm flexible. I can do it. This stretch, the stretch of depression showed me I'm flexible. It showed me that. Girl, you're strong. Girl, you can do this. Girl, you you you, you can bet this. It showed me that. It, it gave me so much strength that I don't care about what people say about me. I don't care what goes on around. That does not include me. But I care about what God is saying about my life and the purpose that he has for me. That is just so bigger. I was crying at Destiny Night on Friday. I was like, God, your purpose is just bigger than me. I don't know. It's just bigger than myself. I don't deserve it. I don't why me, but I was like intimately positioned. So this word actually came 
a church stretched for the come up. It came a church. I was praying at church and I was just crying, stretched for the come up. It came a church. Literally, I was sitting and I was just that the tears started coming down, stretched for the come up. I looked at my come up and I was like, somebody needs to hear this today that they are stretched for the come up. And when they prepare for the exams, guys. This time should be refreshing. It should not be something that is depressing. You shouldn't be depressed. I woke up so refreshed today. I woke up so refreshed. I'm like, girl, I'm ready for the sections. I'm ready for you. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. You know when you're like, are you ready for the exams? Oh, I don't know. But I'm saying that I'm ready. I'm ready. So you can just say that you're ready and you'll be ready. Because you can never be ready if you don't say, you, you don't come up and say that you are ready for that moment. Every now and then you got to be still in ambush. Like, I'm not sure which verse, but okay, yeah, he said, fear not, nay, be still. Whatever, when this calamity is going on, when those things are going, fear nothing. That was the first verse. So now God's taking a U-turn and he's saying, stretch out, stretch out the spear. I don't understand, you said, I shouldn't fear anything. And you will help me through it. Now you you putting me in an in an uncomfortable position. I have to stretch up. That's where you're supposed to be for you to respect, for you to love that place that God has placed you. That promise that God has is going to give you more is when you are stretching out. It's when you are praying nonstop. Praying is not nice, guys, but it's worth it. It's worth it it's worth it you need to get you need to get those muscles ready for prayer there's nothing that will set you apart than prayer god said in that calamity to joshua that fear not when everything is happening around like now the soldiers were here and when he when he took down the spear the soldiers attacked them you understand so when you pull down your spear your prayer soldiers will attack you the soldiers of, 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 of the devil will attack you in any way possible when you are vulnerable you are easily attacked you know um it's also the same way with our bodies when our bodies are, are, are vulnerable for an example if we have the, the the hiv virus our bodies are vulnerable right so it's easy for other viruses to penetrate our system the soldiers of our system have you heard about the soldiers of the system yes so when we need to take certain pills to actually help our soldiers to be able to fight things and stay longer if you have the HIV virus. So I'm just giving that example that if you don't take those ARVs, I'm not saying, like, I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. If you don't take the, those ARVs, you prayer, you need to take prayer every day for you to be strong. Your situation is critical and stable right now. And you're like, mm. It, it, it's, it's critical but it's stable stable means that the coffin is still open and when the coffin is still open it gives you an opportunity that it, it, it shows you that there's still a chance for me there's still a chance for me every now and then you get to be still in an ambush when things are just happening around you, you just need to be still it's like i will do what you're saying have your faith even being ambushed like you going through stuff have faith even when you've been ambushed by 
depression, even when you've been ambushed by whatever, whatever, like have faith in God. That's one thing that I have. I look at my life, I'm like, it's not looking so good at this moment. But I have faith that, but that's what kept me the whole year, I feel. Like, the year has ended, guys. And when I look at this year, this year was just a journey for me. This year was just, wow. And I thank God for the stretch. Who, who wants to thank God for the stretch? Like, I thank God for my stretch, guys. If it was not for the stretch, I don't know where, I, where would I have been. I was not going to even be here if it was not for the stretch. You were not going to. You are not even going to be listening to me. But I thank God for the stretch. I thank God for the stretch. Because it intimately positioned me. It intimately acquainted me to the place where I'm supposed to be. To the place where I am meant to be. It positioned me. I'm almost done, child. We, 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 we get worried about what is chasing us. We get worried about what is chasing us. We get worried about what is behind us. We get worried about the depression that we go through. We get worried about the academic stress we, that we go through. We get worried about the future. We get worried about things that we, uh, uncertainty. But God is saying, stop being, don't worry about the future. Don't worry about things because I have your back. Don't worry about other people's success because you I have everything planned out for you. I'm just stretching you for your come up. I'm just stretching you for your season. I'm just stretching you for your time. And when your time has come, when your time will come, you will be ready. You will be ready and you'll be able to handle everything that I will give to you because I have intimately acquainted you for this time, for this moment. Wow. The more you stretch, the more I can reach. The more you stretch, the more God is going to reach to you. The more you pray, the more he's going to listen to you. The more you pray, the more God will be there for you. The takeover season is now. We need to take over everything that the devil has taken away from us. We need to take over. We need to win this battle. Just like Joshua. Just like Joshua. On verse 26, let me just go through this verse 26. Like he says, for Joshua did not draw back his hand with which he stretched out his spear until he had utterly destroyed all the inhabitants of Ai. God is saying this, don't, don't hold back that hand. Don't hold back that prayer. You've been praying, child. You, you've been, you found your intimate position. God is saying, don't, don't hold it back. You, you, you're, you're at that place. Don't hold it back. Don't hold it back. You at the right track. You at the right track. You 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 at the right track. Don't hold it back. You started to let the devil flee away from your life. But it does not mean that when you start going to church, when you start praying, things will just instantly change. No, honey. Things won't just instantly change. You'll still go through the stretch. Embrace the stretch. Because the stretch is making you stronger. Through the stretch, find ways. And this is my way to do what the stretch. The takeover season is now. The takeover season is now. And then on verse 19, let's just go to verse 19. What it says. So those in ambush arose quickly out of the place. They ran as some as soon as he had stretched out his hand. They entered the city and took it and hurried to set the city on fire. 
I, I feel like this is a word for someone to set it on fire. It's a word for someone to set that thing on fire. The moment you stretch his hand, the moment you prayed, the moment you pray, you're setting that depression on fire. I set that depression on fire. Like, depression, you're on fire. I, I have defeated you. I, I have defeated you. you on fire. Depression. I, you got no hold on me. Stay focused. That's important. Stay focused and and burn everything away. Burn those negative uh, company. Some people, like, what I've developed lately is that if you're speaking and then, like, that people speak, you know, they have things that they talk about. If I feel like this is not building me up, I just pull back. I, I, I pull back. So you need to do that for yourself. You need to do that. Pull back. Pull back from the company that does not encourage you. You need someone that will encourage you. Child, you need to pray. Child, you know, I never had a friend who would tell me, child, because I told you that I had a problem when I'm in church. Like back home, yeah, after church, I just leave. I just like I don't want to be around because I feel like most people are very problematic, very problematic. As much as we are church people, but we tend to be very problematic and we pull away people who found who want to find God, who want to come into the place of worship, who want to be in the presence of God. We pull them away because of our behavior. Children of God repent. Like the way we behave, it's not on. We pull away, but because I'm strong, I'm like, I'm not going, I'm not going there for anyone. But there's someone out there who's going for Jay for the first time, and then when they arrive there, you look them somehow. Maybe the way they're dressed or something, you just look them as if they're nothing. Child, you're pulling people away, and it's not on. Churches must stop pulling people away. But if you're in church and church is trying to pull you away, what I'm going to do is I say, on, oh, hold on. Nothing can. Nothing should, you should set it on fire, man. Set it on fire. Those friendships that you don't need. 2019, 2019 is here, guys. It's here. I was so excited. I'm thinking about something that in a few weeks' time, my life will be different. In a few weeks' time, guys. Like in a month time from like now, things will be different for me. Like I'll be a different person. I don't want to say it, but I know. Like, you know, you here, like in a month's time, something will have changed. And I was so excited. I'm like, wow, time flew. Time flew. Time flew. So this is really happening. And I'm loving every moment of it because I'm setting everything that does not belong to me on fire. I want to stay focused. I I, I don't want to be distracted. You don't want to be distracted in that process. Obedience connected to the ambush and the camera. Like obedience is co it's connected to the ambush. You need to be to obey. On the first verse that I, I, I read, Zacharias had to obey. Zachariah had to obey for the come of life. I believe. He has to believe on Joshua. Joshua had to stretch out. So obedience, obeying, obeying. You need to obey. So you may be having a question. How do you speak to God? Like you speak to God. The way you have connection with God is through prayer. That's the only way God will speak to you. You ask questions, how did God tell you to write a book? God speaks in, in weird ways, man. He, he speaks in weird ways. He speaks in your dreams. He speaks to you directly when you are praying. You can be the one that attests to that. And you, if you haven't spoken to 
if God has not spoken to you, if you have never had that intimate position, intimate moment with God, I'm telling you that that moment is, is amazing. It's amazing. You just burst in tears because you are just intimately positioned to where God wants to be. You know, like when God gave me this word, I cried so bad, so bad. So, yeah, obedience connected to the ambush and the cover. So, the first stretch that God gave to Joshua was defeat. As I said, we go through defeat. We, 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 we sometimes get defeated, you know. You cannot handle success if you are not defeated. Am I speaking to someone here? You cannot handle success if you are not defeated. You will not respect that success if you didn't fight for it so bad. Sometimes we look so much into people's life, but we don't know how the stretch, how their, their stretch were and how far did their stretch go. We're just looking from the outside. We don't know what's going on in the inside of them. How was their stretch? We don't know. Today, I'm telling you that stop looking at people's successes. Because God's saying that you, I will do it in my own time. And it's for you. It's for your benefit. It's for you to be able to handle. Because if it gives me a million now, I won't be able to handle it. You know, but he wants to stretch me so that when he gives me that million, I'm able to to, to, to use it accordingly. You know, I just don't throw and the next thing is gone. So don't be dismayed. Don't fear not because I got your back. This time around, you were defeated, but this time around, I, 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 I'm with you. And the next thing that he stretched, he stretched his mind. It's, it's mind. As I said, it's much important. In this time of exams, your mind is important as a conduit, as a tool for stretch. Because you need to position your mind in a place. You need to put your mind in a place of saying that, I can do this. You need to tell yourself that, I can do this. I can do this. I can win this. I can pass this. We're releasing passes. We're releasing distinctions. We're, I'm releasing, you know, I'm standing here as as on a book when the angel Gabriel was like, I'm standing here in the presence of the Lord. I'm standing here in the presence of the Lord telling you that, honey, you will pass. Uzo pass, honey. You just need to take your mind that and come up. Coming up means that you have to go study. Don't ask God, how do I pass? Because now I have like 14%. The fact that you made it to that exam means that you pass. For some people, maybe it's, it's, it's like, he did not make it, or oh, you are about to make it, but I'm saying miracles can happen, and I'm releasing those miracles now, as we speak. All you need is to believe. You don't have to ask me why, how. Just believe, and things will happen. I, I've seen things happening for me also, like I've seen things happening, and I'm believing a lot will happen too. This was not an easy semester, especially because I'm coming from, my first semester was very, like it was a breeze. I was just thinking about it. It was, like in terms of academically, it was like very soothing. And then second semester came. <laughs> Girl, it did them things. I feel like all my modules I had like one phase or two phase or whatever. But yeah. Girl, I made it through and I'm ready for those exams for all the modules that I'm doing. So for you today, I'm saying that you can make it through. It does not matter your situation. 
It does not matter what you're going through right now. You need to stretch up for the camera. Stretch up for the camera. Thank you so much for listening. And again, I would pleasure you to read this verse. It's amazing. It's amazing. The moment you start reading the word, you shouldn't read the word just like reading a newspaper. You should read the word connecting because I feel like if I was gonna be asked to read Joshua 8 without praying or stuff or not being connected to God, I was not gonna understand anything. Like literally, it's just confused. The word is a bit confusing and stuff. And God gives you discernment also. Like when you are in the word, even you know, when at church also, like I have so much discernment. Even in church, sometimes I'm like, okay, I hear you, Pastor, but no, I don't believe that's what God is saying. Pastors are people at the end of the day, so it's not everything that you should believe what pastors are saying. You should also be in the word and believe and trust God that this is the right thing that God is saying. So be in the word, it's important. Then you'll be able to discern what is right and what is wrong. Pastors are not always right. I'm not always right. But you need to discern and you will know what is right and what and what God is saying. Because also the Bible, I feel like it has been changed over times. So I've been telling you, it has been changed over times. And some verses have been fabricated, some verses have been removed, and then and, and but when you have discernment, you're like, this is the word that God is saying to me. Because it's not that everything that is in the Bible is not, you know, it's not everything that has been fabricated. But God will give you explanations, God will give you a vision, God will give you what is saying because sometimes people can interpret the word in any way one verse can be interpreted in a lot of ways you can see that with me i interpreted ruth in many ways i interpreted it in terms of winter becoming home i interpreted it and um, um what's that the, the what is this the coffin i know the coffin is still open there's this other seven that i did it's on somewhere on my thing on facebook i didn't post it on podcast and stuff um it was yeah the leftovers yes, 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 yes. it's on ruth chapter two when ruth gave her leftovers then it gave her an opportunity a chance to start over so when people are leaving you let them go let them go they're not supposed to be you know we pray for god to let people go from our life but we still go back to them i don't understand like you're like god take everything that is not of you and when god is taking those things that is not of him then we 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 we, we, we take it back again i don't understand you guys i don't understand us i don't understand myself also when god is taking away you should let people go you should let go because this is your moment to start over and i feel like if someone said over today if someone said over this week if someone said over let exams be a refreshing season for you bless you and good luck with your preparations i think today i'm gonna not today but this week i might go live again i'm not sure but you will get the communications because there's this other word that i want to speak about but the comment came and i couldn't speak about that word but i think i will come back i don't know but if i do it's all well if i don't see you next monday see you next monday yeah we're almost done with this um season actually because december time i don't think i'll be available i'm using the university's wi-fi so i don't think i'll be available but i will see we'll see we'll see god has his own ways and maybe we'll provide something for me and then we'll, we'll see we'll take it from there thank you so much 
for your time. This will be on YouTube. This will be on podcast. For those listening on podcast, for those listening on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much. Bye.